Chris is now serving. Now here's Chris and Jess. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Now Serving with Chris and Jess. <laughs> That's right. It's the podcast where we serve the tea, the tea being the truth or whatever we would like it to be each and every week. <laughs> and... <laughs> I don't know why. I almost forgot what to say this time and I don't know why. <laughs> Sorry. Because, because honestly, it's been quite the week. Let's get the kettle on and get the show on the road. Yeah just nuts like i we were chatting right before we started recording like what's going on in life right now this has just been batshit crazy week like you said (laughs) it's been really really it's been a fun week but an exhausting week because i'm an old lady now and it was just so out of the norm but we do first i have to say i had a wonderful week because we got to see each other yes, in this is Ottawa. So t- <laughs> <laughs> that was basically us all week. That was us all week, actually. And this is why I'm so goddamn tired is because I don't know what it is, but when I get together with my friends, especially like my old friends like you, Chris, I just think I revert back to, I think, when we first met. And Mm -hmm. as we have told many people over the week, we first met at, like, a high school party in a basement somewhere in, like, 2002 or something. So I'm just – I'm a little tired. And I can't party like that anymore. No. But we had – it was so much fun. Like, you were here. um, We got to to do some exploring around Ottawa, which is the city where I live. Um, you got to meet a lot of my friends here. I got to meet some people that, um, that you were kind of here with and stuff, which was really Mm -hmm. awesome. Um, I would just like to interrupt you. I would like to rudely interrupt you right now. Oh my God. Because and apologize to all of our listeners that you have not given a proper shout out to, especially those. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. See, the audience agrees with me. (laughs) A proper shout out. I would just, yeah, and I would just like to give that shout out to all of your amazing friends. They were so fun. I had the best time with them. And I was shocked, appalled, disgusted, and embarrassed to find out that we, they listen every week and you never give them a shout out. God, what kind of podcast do you think this is? I'm sorry. Okay. So the, the first person that comes to mind is, is John. He's yes. he's asked for a, a shout out. He's been asking for for that sort of attention um, for for a while, and so I I, I I do apologize that I haven't given you that attention. John, um, John, John and his girlfriend, yes, and his girlfriend, Steph, whose birthday it is uh, today. So happy <gasps> birthday, Steph! Happy birthday, Steph! Oh my God, yeah. amazing! And I was a girlfriend you were so long. <laughs> <laughs> so um also yeah, Ali and his girlfriend yes, and, Allie and Sarah Elliot and, Elliot and yes. Dustin was there and Carl and Dustin was there. oh I love Dustin I mean I loved all of them but they were just all so fun yeah. and really I have to say I was quite jealous in oh, a way but oh. mostly happy for you because I feel like you are surrounded by some really fun cool people and I think that's the testament to both like the company that you work for and you as a human being. Oh, that's very sweet, Jess. How kind. So I'm I'm so flattered. 
thank thank you for listening, everybody. And I apologize as Chris's public relations representative. <laughs> he would like to issue an apology for his rude behavior. And we are so happy that you tune in every week. <laughs> yes, no, that is very true. And I, uh, yes. And it's so cool. We, we actually were chatting about the, the podcast quite a bit over the last mm-hmm. few days because mm-hmm. uh, this is how a lot of people associate us together now. Like, yes, we've been friends for years, but they're like, oh, is that your friend from your podcast? Um, and vice versa, too. I think like when um, I get to meet um, some of your friends who I've never met before, it's like, oh, is that is that yes. Chris? The, um, you know, the one that really tries to keep things together. And like, yes, it's me. Um, uh, that's yes. uh, that's it's me. So, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But we had so much fun. Yes. Um, we had a great time in Ottawa. We it's such a beautiful city. I would consider moving there. I really would. And I had this conversation with a bunch of girls. I had this conversation with a bunch of girls yesterday because we were just talking. And for those who are unaware, I live in Toronto and we were just talking about how unaffordable this city is. It's a great city. Like it's amazing, but there's no way, for example, I could ever own property here. It's just not ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like the general cost of like a goddamn cucumber. It's like so unbelievable. So we're just kind of thinking like as things progress, we're getting older, some of them want to have kids and stuff like that. And they're just, you know, they were saying like, I don't, where can I go and get kind of this like big city feel, but have something a little bit more affordable and maybe a little more family friendly and this and that. And Ottawa came up multiple times. And because I was recently in the Ottawa region, mm-hmm. I was like, I would have to agree. It's a beautiful <laughs> a beautiful city and i really enjoyed my time there for the most part with the exception of one very stunty presentation uh, on Capitol, let's, on let's the talk Parliament about this Hill. Yes. so i you know there's this big uh uh light show on parliament yes. hill and parliament hill is where our parliament buildings are uh which mm-hmm. is our like it's like our white house um if, if we want to compare it to that <laughs> but <laughs> um, but so every night in the summer, um, I believe from like early July to early September, every mm-hmm. night a cool like mm-hmm. light show. Um, I was so excited to to bring you to see this, and I think a lot of yes. other people were getting excited to for you to go see this as well. And, yes. Um, yes. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Okay. I think that the production value was pretty cool because mm-hmm. basically what happens is they put some sort of LED lights or something all over like the projector. parliament building. Yeah, there's a ton of projectors. Yeah. Projectors, something. And so essentially the parliament buildings act as like the backdrop for this story that they tell and they tell that this is the story of Canada. And while the production was really cool, it's like a really cool place to have it. It's very touristy and whatnot. The word that comes to mind is irresponsible because was I infuriated? Yes. Was I seething at the teeth? Yes. But I just, I, I, it, to me, it overlooked so many important things. Okay. First and foremost for me was where was the indigenous representation <laughs> in the video it, it was just it was ir- it was very irresponsible there was like a mention here and there and it was interesting because i was in ottawa for the 
week for work. And they're with some consultants from the U.S. And they actually came out to see the show. They were like the coolest people. I had a great time with them all week. I really enjoyed them. They were were like, they were so fun. They were like creative but professional and like just cool people to hang out with. I was so happy to like be working with them. And so they came and saw the, the light show and we met up with them after and hung out for a bit. And a few days later, we were talking about it and they were like, oh, that was so cool. And then I kind of said why I was a bit upset about the production. And I said to them, did you see anything in that show about indigenous people, the people that were here before the, the British and the French and the colonizers arrived? And they were like, no, we would have no idea. Like they they were saying they have no knowledge of Canadian history. And that's that's the platform that you use to mm-hmm. do the right thing, be responsible, and tell it like it is. There's this whole thing happening in Canada right now about reconciliation between First Nations people, Indigenous people, and the government of Canada, and just the atrocities that have happened since since these people arrived on, the, on in this country. And nowhere in that presentation was there anything about anything anything of importance and I just couldn't believe the prominence that was put on the first and second world wars and the lives that were lost and how Canada was formed and to me it was like while I understand that thousands if not millions of lives I, I, I can't remember the number of Canadian lives that were lost in those wars but I'm sure it pales in comparison to the amount of people that were killed when the French and British arrived um, on this continent. And that's really how this country was formed. So where was that in that presentation as well? Where was the representation of women in that? There was like this kind of cute reel at the end about like, oh, the first like woman this and that. But women played a huge part in our history, especially during the Second World War, because there was such a focus on the war effort here at home and what was happening overseas and whatnot. It, 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 there was nothing about it in there. Mm-hmm. Women played a huge role there. Pe- women in my family, my grandmother was a part of the war effort. She went and worked in a mine. She was one of the first women to do that. She'd never worked before. Yeah. So where was that happening? And what about all of the other contributions? I think it lacked. It was very white male centric and very not diversity centric. And I couldn't believe that it was sponsored by the Canadian government as like something that talks about our history. And while it's lar- like correct, all of those things happen. It it was irresponsible and disappointing and quite frankly i was pissed off (laughs) when i was watching it because it just ignored all of these things yeah no i i agree with you on a lot of this and i think Mm -hmm. one thing so this is the first time i saw it this year i saw it last year um from what i remember it was pretty Mm -hmm. much the same and Mm -hmm. it's been I i think they've done this for like three or four years so my guess is this whole thing is probably like four years old at least um Mm -hmm. And so I think it is a bit outdated. Like, it's time to, to update it. Yes. Um, I remember yeah. seeing it last year and kind of, if I'm being honest, I, I was more kind of concentrating on the visuals. And I was like, wow, I'm so blown away by the production that yes. I wasn't actually, and we, I was much farther back. So I couldn't really hear mm-hmm. it as much. I was like, oh, cool. Like, things are mm-hmm. happening. Uh, mm-hmm. But 
I do think it's time for them to, to update it because there are so, I completely agree with everything you just said. Um, there were so many parts of uh, Canadian history that were either just not mentioned or very quickly glossed over. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and I think... And I- Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say there was one part where at the end, like the very, very end, they're kind of like highlighting some of like uh, <laughs> Canadian <laughs> celebrities. And to to your uh, to your friends that were uh, visiting from the United States, they, they were kind of like, oh, I don't like didn't really recognize them. And that's not like I don't think many people would have recognized them. No, they weren't really. I, I mean, I didn't expect to see Drake up there. I didn't expect to see Bieber, Celine Dion. Uh, Shania I did. Twain. I did. Okay. Those are national treasures. I, but I, this is my thing. I think they would have fit in better with this presentation. Like based on how everything else was going, it was very like, like Canadians fought the war. They defeated blah 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 blah. Like all this stuff. Like it seemed. Uh, I have to. I have to bite my tongue. But it seemed. No, don't bite no, your it tongue. Just very, say it. No, but it seemed very like almost like very like American like I, I I would expect to see something like this on on the White House and that's not a slight against any of uh, my friends in the US but I, I feel like this is just like a very like I don't say like proud of war like that's it just I feel like it didn't represent Canada that's I one agree. thing that really stood out to me I wouldn't I be surprised if maybe this was like produced in the, the US or something but mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but that's just the vibe I got and I, so my point is like based on how everything else when I was expecting to see more popular uh, Canadian quote-unquote celebrities, but I think what they were going for is just like more kind of underrepresented Canadian icons that maybe don't get uh, as much of the, the spotlight as as mm-hmm. Queen Celine, for example. But yeah, that was kind of bizarre. Mm-hmm. Corey Hart uh, kind of closed the, the show. And, and for sings- those who are unaware, because everybody is, Corey Hart is that fucker who's saying... I wear my sunglasses at night. You're not a fan. What What did he do? Why is he a fucker? He didn't do anything. I'm just saying. That's, <laughs> he's not, that's he all he's really done. Nice. He's a fun dad. He's a fun dad. Great. But I don't understand why just because Celine Dion is a superstar, a global sensation, she has to like make herself small to fit into this like Canadian sort of heritage moment. Sorry, she shouldn't have to apologize for the fact that she is the goddamn greatest thing to ever happen to music, okay? And she should be featured on the goddamn Parliament building. It should have been just a presentation on Celine Dion, the whole thing. It should have been, goddammit. And she sings in French. Like, what more can you ask for, okay? But I would have to agree with your point about it being, like, very... It it, it felt to me like this was a presentation created for tourists, because yes. it it was heavily focused on like foreign policy kind of stuff and like our contributions on an international scale, most notably things that like the battles of like Vimy Ridge and all of that sort of stuff that's identifiable to people around the globe. I get that, but at the same time, you're you're doing a a big injustice, I think, to the people that are here right now. And like, what about everybody? There was all sorts of other global conflicts that have happened and that Canada has participated in. And I just, I just think it was irresponsible, quite frankly. It was just too many old fucking colonial white dudes (laughs) and not enough like 
this is what actually happened. It needs a big upgrade. Manulife, give me a call. I can help you with this. So yeah, just to call out. So Manulife is a, a insurance company and now a, a bank as well. They do a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but they uh, they were a, a big sponsor of, of this mm-hmm. as well too, which I guess mm-hmm. is something else we could mm-hmm. get into. But yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Don't get me started. All right, I won't. Can I get you started on the celebrity quiz though? Ugh. <laughs> that time but this is a quiz about who should hit me been... with your best shot <laughs> this is uh this person should have been on the parliament building i'm just kidding oh i'm joking <laughs> number one I'm are they canadian <laughs> is that why you said that no is that a real this, this is not these are not real oh. hints okay. so as we do every week we'll give you uh three uh three clues then at the end of the podcast right before we say goodbye you can ask three questions about these clues and you get three guesses to try to figure out who the hell the celebrity is so here are the first, or here are the three hints. Number one, this person is under 30, and I would say they're an A-lister. Uh, their first role um, in the U.S. was on a TV show called Pan Am, which was fucking amazing. Such a good show. Um, and they were recently reunited with Leonardo DiCaprio on screen. Yeah. I'll let you stew on that for... For a bit. How does that sound? Oh God. Okay, I've never seen Pan Am, so <laughs> I'm trying to think about what I know about that. And they were recently reunited with Leonardo DiCaprio. On screen, yeah. On screen. Oh, in that new Tarantino movie. I don't know. Chris. What? What are you asking me questions now? I am. So is that one of your questions? Yes, it is. Uh, yes, they were reunited with, uh... Reunited, so that means that they were with him in another movie? Yes! Yeah. Is it Margot Robbie? Oh. <laughs> I'm just calling the police right now to report you for... <laughs> I am not. Listen, the only reason I know that is because The Wolf of Wall Street is one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. And a big part of the reason why is because Margot Robbie is such a mega babe. And I was so happy to. Oh, she's so beautiful. Like, she's just. I can't stop looking at her, you know? And especially in that movie. And then I'm so excited to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I've heard there's like a lot of. I've heard there's. Some people love it or hate it. I saw it this past weekend after you left. I don't know how I did this all this weekend, but I saw it. It was was so good. I can't stop thinking, but I'm going to see it again just because (gasps) I want to think. Like, I've thought so much about it that I need to to see more. Highly recommend. Oh, my God. But don't go into it with, like, crazy high expectations. It's one of those movies that transports you to, like, that time and that era. It does such a good job with that. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, Listen, go into I'm it with, a like, huge Tarantino fan. Like Pulp Fiction, Inglorious Bastards was my favorite movie for so long just because I always dreamed about killing Hitler myself. <laughs> and like j- like everything he does is so well done. And I love the Kill Bill movies. I don't yes. know what that says about me, but I just I think he's a really talented filmmaker, although I know he's in some hot water right now. So let's just leave it at that. But All right. Well, mm-hmm. okay. Speak- I can't wait to see it. Yeah, speaking mm-hmm. of hot water. I don't water, even know what Pan Am is. 
It's but... okay. It was like um, Pan Am was an airline, and oh. it's just basically about like the the beginning of like the the, the jet era where um, like where, where air travel was like very expensive and, and classy and elite. Ooh, and... like when everyone would get dressed up to go on the plane. Yes. It only lasted one season. I think it's on, like, it might be on Netflix. It's on, it kind of casually goes through different streaming services. It's so good. But that, she had, um, she wasn't even, like, the star of it. She was, like, a a secondary character in it. She's so good. Interesting. So good. I would, yeah, watch the first season. They're, like, short 30-minute episodes. All right. Uh, But, yeah, speaking of hot water, we have uh, something to discuss. So we'll be right back. Podbean is now serving's home for podcasting. Podbean has everything you need to create, manage, and promote your podcast. It's perfect for beginners or well-established podcasters. Join today at podbean.com slash now serving. And now back to the podcast. All right, welcome back. Jess, have you heard about this uh, Michael Jackson controversy, like the new stuff with MTV and the the Video Vanguard Award? I have. Okay. So to give a, a recap, so MTV, the Video Music Awards, they happen uh, every summer, or they have been happening in the summer for the last uh, little while. They're set to take place in August uh, of this year. Um, but they're trying to figure out what the hell to do with the award that's currently called the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. So for context, this award was first given out uh, in 1984, and it was actually given to David Bowie. Um, and it's basically just like the equivalent of uh, a Lifetime Achievement Award. Mm-hmm. In 91, they renamed it to be the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. Um, it's not something that's given out every year, but whenever they feel, you know, they need to recognize someone for their, their work, um, this gets given out. So the last person to actually get this award was, uh, Jennifer Lopez, who I know you're a huge fan of, and I'm a, a fan of, um, last year, um, yes. 2018, she got it. Um, so right now MTV is discussing because of all this stuff that's coming out with, uh, Michael Jackson and all the allegations and all this stuff. Do they rename the award? Do they scrap this award altogether? What the hell do they do? And it sounds like no decision has been made. Mm-hmm. There's a show coming in August. Um, maybe they skip it this year. What are your thoughts? Do you think they should, you know, remove his name, scrap the award? What, what do you think? Yes. Full stop. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but what do you say? He's like, he was a very talented artist, though. And when you think of music videos, when you think of all that, like, I, I do still think of Michael Jackson. Like, he kind of ha- was the gold standard for music videos for so long. And I think, arguably, he, like, made music videos to what they are. Like, think about, like, mm-hmm. like Thriller or mm-hmm. some of his other music mm-hmm. videos. Like, they're, mm-hmm. they were huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what do mm-hmm. we do there? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would say, and there's a lot of artists that still look up to him. Mm-hmm. But you're you're saying like no, no, okay, no, it's over, and and 
like I've had this discussion so many times with so many people because a lot of my friends are huge Michael Jackson fans and they for the most part are people who well I don't think there's anybody who really supports child abuse <laughs> but these are yeah. people who are very outspoken against abuse against like sexual assault all all of it mm-hmm. And yet, when it comes to Michael Jackson, all that shit just gets fucking thrown out the window. I don't, I don't understand it. I understand that he did a lot for music as we know it. There's a lot of people that have done a lot for the world that haven't molested children. Yeah. And there are a lot of people who have been overlooked that haven't molested children just for me that are like based on the amount of people in the world there's seven billion eight billion how many people are on the planet and everyone's so caught up on this one person it doesn't make any sense to me mm-hmm. when are we going to stop forgiving people who abuse children for the sake of like a memorable song yeah. Or a music video. It doesn't make any sense to me. I, d- I don't get that. To me, that's like, if you're pro Michael Jackson still, that that's how the world is divided to me mm-hmm. now. If you still fuck with that guy, cool. I can't be friends with you. I just can't. It's just like, I see you as a different kind of person now, you know? Yeah. I think I had to really check myself here because mm-hmm. like, if do I, like, here's one thing. I don't, there was a time in my life where I really liked Michael Jackson's music. That's mm-hmm. not, I guess, like where I am right now. So I don't like, I'm not, I'm not missing listening to his music. I don't put it on. When I hear his music, sometimes it, it like playing out somewhere or someone doing like a cover it. I'm like, oh, that's like, this is a good song. Like, of course I like this song. Um, but I do have a hard time like, yeah, putting it on, knowing this context. And this is actually something I had a conversation with someone with a while ago. But I think how I kind of had to really align myself with this is I don't know if you remember well you probably do remember uh would have been just over a year ago I was on um CTV news channel in uh in Canada here talking about uh renaming like buildings um that had uh, Sir Johnny McDonald's name on them who was our first prime minister um but he did a lot of uh shady shit by today's standards um and I was like, absolutely remove his name from, from it. Like think about all he did. Like, it's just, it's just a name. Like if it's affecting people, remove the name, no questions asked. Um, so I think that's kind of how I realign it. So do, I do completely agree with you. Scrap the name. Yeah. He was a talented guy, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't hold any value, unfortunately, um, because of the, the shit that, um, he's done. So yeah, I agree. And, and my whole thing is, like, people are like, but, but I love, like, I grew up with Michael Jackson. I grew up blah, blah, blah. And I just, people can make every excuse in the world. And that's fine. And if you want to continue to stream his music and whatever else, that's, that's on you. That's okay. You do that. Um, at what point do we actually start believing victims and supporting them 
The only way all of this is going to change is if you just do the right thing. And you can do the right thing 50% of the time or even 80% of the time or 90% of the time. Doing the right thing is like black and white. When it comes to abuse of a child, I that to me is like black and white. You abused a child. You blew, you abused, abused children, like more than one. Mm-hmm. I understand that this isn't like a that these are still technically allegations and whatnot, but it's pretty convincing, I would say. Well, again, going back to what I was saying, like I think it's like if it's affecting other people, mm-hmm. like how, like why do, why is this so important? Like it's yes. it's a fucking award. It's it's an it's award. Like who cares, really? In the grand scheme of things, like yeah, cool. I'm happy for J Lo. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. like she she does deserve some sort of, of lifetime achievement award. But like fuck, like who cares? If if there is someone that's affected by it, like just change it. Who who yes. cares? Yeah. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Exactly. And like I would argue that whoever Okay. If you wanna if you are really this like pro Michael Jackson, whatever, I want you to speak have the balls to then go to somebody who was abused as a child and explain to them why you think it's still you're still justified to stream his music and if you can do that then good for you and if you can't then you're so fucking full of shit like you can't put your own money where your mouth is grow a pair and do the right thing it's just like so black and white to me now like I just there's nope do it do the right thing and quite frankly good on MTV for doing it and if they don't that's gonna say a lot about them too yeah, it'll be interesting to see like how this progresses. There hasn't been any more updates on it. Mm-hmm. My guess is that they just kind of like pass over it this year. They don't give an award out so that they don't have to, you know, draw any more attention to this. Mm-hmm. And I could, I don't know, I see next year maybe mm-hmm. it coming back just mm-hmm. as the MTV Video Vanguard Award or maybe maybe J-Lo mm-hmm. was the last person to get it. Maybe mm-hmm. it should be the Britney Spears Video Vanguard Award. Mm-hmm. People would love that. Maybe it should. Maybe it should like, and that's the other thing. There are so many talented artists just based on statistics alone with eight, seven billion people or whatever it is on the planet. Even if half of them or a third were talented artists, that's still billions of people. And you're telling me you can only find the ones that want to abuse children or women or whoever. It doesn't make any sense to me. The art is out there. The talent is out there. Find it. Do the right thing. And when you do find those like good people, propel them. Stream their music. Buy their art. Do the right thing. Vote with your wallet. I I, I just, you know what? Have you seen the Netflix documentary Nanette by the uh, comedian Hannah Gadsby? No, I haven't. This is required watching for everybody. And I recommend that everyone stop whatever you're doing and stream it as soon as you're done streaming this podcast. Say hold but up. watch it. Finish watch this it. First. She is this like lesbian comedian from Australia and she talks about her life and how she was she was attacked for being gay and she was assaulted. She was raped by a man. And she talks about how we forgive artists like people like Pablo Picasso who used to sleep with like 13 year old girls or something like that. And I had no idea about this. And I was like, okay, I'm done with that artist. It's just as simple as that. And while their contributions to whatever are, are like art and whatever are 
lovely and valid and they were the game changers and whatnot. To me, that doesn't forgive the fact that you ruined someone's life. Yeah, no, I It just doesn't. It just doesn't. And I think, too, one thing that I... I feel I have to again always like check myself. It's not erasing these people from history. They will live no. on in history. Yes. But it's knowing about what they they did, knowing the the full story, having all the context, and so I think that's, uh, yeah, that is very important. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're definitely mm-hmm. aligned there. We are. So I really encourage everyone to watch that that series. And I'm really interested to see, or not that series, <laughs> that stand up. It's like a stand up thing it's so good it's the best it's the best um argument i've heard on the issue it is so well done i cried i laughed it was unbelievable and i i was blown away when i watched it and i'm really excited to see what what mtv decides to do and i certainly hope they do the right thing like it's just it's about time everyone just needs to do on like the hard thing whatever like purging him from your playlists and this and that. Just do it. Just do it. Like, how else are we going to change the world? We just got to do it. Like, do the fucking hard thing. I don't get it. Yeah. It'll be very interesting. I agree. MTV is pretty, I feel like, quote unquote, woke now. I, I think they will do the right thing or because they won't want to mm-hmm. face uh, mm-hmm. backlash. So let's mm-hmm. keep an eye on that. Uh, with that, <laughs> I'm really excited uh, to talk about what's next. So we'll be right back. Have an idea for a topic, thoughts on a celebrity for our weekly quiz, or just have some feedback for us? We want to hear from you. You can interact with us on Twitter at NowServingPC, PC standing for podcast, myself at Chris Craigman, or Jess at Trey Posh. We love hearing from you and we thank you for listening. And now, back to the podcast. Welcome back. Um, Jess, have you ever talked to your number neighbor by any chance? What the fuck is a number neighbor, Chris? You mean you haven't met your number neighbor? I have not. Okay. So it's this thing apparently that started back in 2008, but I didn't know about this until recently. It started trending on Twitter this week where basically you text someone that has like the next number uh, above you. So if your number ended in like 01, you would text someone with the same number as you, but like 02. Mm-hmm. And basically you introduce yourself, be like, hey, I'm Jess, I'm your number neighbor. Um, what are you up to? Like, hi. And then a lot of times people are getting confused by this and they're like, what, what the <laughs> fuck is this? And you're like, oh, it's something that's like ah. trending right now. Or you message your number neighbor, blah, blah, blah. You're one digit above me. And then people are having these conversations and they're posting them on Twitter. Uh, It's really funny. Some of them are going really well. Some are going terribly. Uh, But it's really funny to see people's uh, reactions. So you haven't done this yet. You didn't know about this. I didn't know about this. I don't know if I would do this. Will you or have you? Did you? I haven't done it yet. But like, (laughs) I I think I'm like nervous and I don't know why. Because I'm kind of like, well, what do do I do? But I'm like, what do I say? Like, after, like, who are you? Then, like, I guess I just do it. 
Just like, say, Yo. hey, it's, I'll, I'll do it. I'll say, hey, it's Jess. And then when they say, who is this? I'll say, it's me, your number neighbor. And then we'll find out that we have a lot in common and meet for coffee and get married. See, and so that's what some people are saying. They're like, what if these connections lead to something? Can you imagine marrying your number neighbor? <laughs> There's this really I'm, I'm completely kidding to everybody who <laughs> thinks I might do that. I mean, we probably wouldn't get married. So. <laughs> but there's there's some really interesting. There's, uh, I mean, you can you can check it out on Twitter if you type in uh, "number neighbor" uh, into Google. You'll see a ton of uh, news articles highlighting some of the best uh, conversations that have taken place. But there's one that really stood out. It was with a, a guy. He was in his twenties, um, and he was talking about like meeting like some girl or whatever. And then he's like, "Oh, I bet you like." meet a lot of girls or chicks or something like this and the the number neighbor uh the one who received the message was like oh i've I've been happily married like 35 years i only like have eyes for like my beautiful wife blah 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 and was saying all these sweet things and then the the younger guy was talking about like oh like what's like some advice you can give me and like this uh the older gentleman was so polite and so nice and saying all these like amazing things and I was like okay this is actually inspiring so what if I could have a conversation with someone uh, like that crossing lines meeting (laughs) meeting people I don't know I love it I mean somebody somewhere is it someone somewhere is going to do this and find their soulmate yes and i can't wait to read about it on buzzfeed yeah you know what remember uh this is a few weeks back where you're like oh would you go uh talk to one of your neighbors if you needed like sugar or butter or milk i don't freaking know um and i was like no uh because i I don't know. So this is kind of like a, a digital way of, of doing it. I feel like if I could do this, that's working myself to, to actually like go talk to one of my neighbors in person. I don't know. Hmm. This is definitely putting myself outside of my comfort zone. And it shouldn't. It like is. It. it is. I think it's different, though, because you don't know who that is. Like, at least your neighbor, you kind of have likely the same socioeconomic status. Like, you live in the same area. You see them. What if you're texting with, like, a predator? True. But then, like, it's not like I'm going to be like, oh, let's meet up for coffee. I don't know. You might. How old are you supposed to get married, Chris? Well, I'm not going to... You know what? I'm going to text my number neighbor. Do it. Do it. And report back to us. But I'm kind of... Yeah, okay. I'll do it. Yeah. And I'll post it on Twitter. I'll do it. I'll post on Twitter. Let the record show I'm going to do it, and I'm going to post it on my Twitter account, at Chris Craigman. What if the person says, fuck you? Well, then I'll post it. I'm going to blur out the number. So you're not, no one's going to see my number. No one's going to see their right. number. Yeah. Okay. This will be fun. Okay. Okay. I'm excited for this. Will you do it? You're not going to do it. No. Okay. You'll just I will like not be doing that. Okay. I will not be trying to meet anybody on any sort of digital device or platform. I'm still banking on meeting my my soulmate in a coffee shop or a bookstore we need god i hope it's a coffee shop and i hope that he loves coffee i think everyone loves coffee they don't well they'll say some people like tea and some people like cats well everyone loves tea (laughs) (laughs) everyone loves tea everyone loves a good cup of tea 
I know. Who doesn't love a good cup of tea? Yeah. Great. Well, uh, that was a cute little snappy segment, Chris. And well, since I already guessed the celebrity quiz in just one guess, I suppose that's it. That's all for this week. I said it was going to be easy right before we started. Mm. I was like, fuck, I feel like this week isn't it's hard enough. Did you, I, for everyone listening, did you guess it right away? Do I need to make these harder? Tweet at us at Trey Posh, at Chris Craigman, at Now Serving PC. And actually, if you follow at Now Serving PC, you'll also get updates when we publish new podcasts and yes, and occasional updates or yes. asking weird requests from from people. So yeah, it happens. <laughs> mm. All right, Jess, we should head out. <laughs> okay (laughs) okay until next week everyone have a fantastic week and thank you so much for tuning in bye for now we want to hear from you visit us at nowservingpodcast.com new podcasts are released weekly don't forget to subscribe 